Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Now that spring is here, it's time to focus on self-care and revitalize your personal care routine. Now through March 26, head in store, shop for all your favorite personal care essentials and earn four times rewards points. Shop for items like Crest toothpaste, secret deodorant, Old Spice deodorant or Gillette razors. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Welcome to today's edition of the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show podcast. Welcome in Thursday edition Clay Travis Buck Sexton Show. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. I'm headed up to the Sweet 16. Buck doesn't even know what the Sweet 16 is as the NCAA tournament rolls on. I will be in New York City before uh, for too long for games tonight. Michigan State going up uh, against, uh, who's Michigan State playing? Kansas State, Tennessee against FAU. I cannot wait for Madison Square Garden. That is where I am headed. And it's interesting, I'll be headed to New York City where, Buck, it doesn't appear that there is going to be an indictment of Donald Trump at least this week, which makes you wonder what might be going on with Alvin Bragg's investigation and whether there is now pushback emerging, given, as we have discussed on this program, the extremely novel and, I think, uh, frankly, likely to be overturned theory upon which he is trying to bring cases against Donald Trump the data, again, uh, the evidence this week reflects that it does not appear that there's going to be an indictment this week. I would say, and I'm curious what you think about this right off the top, Buck, the longer we go without an official indictment coming down, the more I think it's fair to say there are behind-the-scenes shenanigans going on that are putting into question whether Alvin Bragg is going to be bringing charges in this case or not. Would you analyze it that way? Oh, yeah. I mean, d- delay does not favor the the decision here because, first of all, for a prosecutor, it, it just creates a further sense that you are uncertain because the facts aren't really in dispute here. That's what's right. so cl- that's what's interesting about this. It's not like I mean, Trump, whether he had a Stormy Daniels affair or not, people dispute that, but the payment is not in dispute, right? And really, very minimal bookkeeping aspects of this are what people are discussing. So, yeah, the longer you wait on this one, if you're brag, I think, the less likely it is to come down. And this might be one of the biggest non-story stories in recent news cycle history. I do wonder what it's going to do for Trump uh, camp member. He's official. He's a candidate. Trump fundraising. I've seen some of the text messages and emails going out on this to raise funds. Sure, you've seen some too, Clay. They've probably, I would guess, they, they will end up raising more money in the last two weeks of 
the first quarter of this year than they did in the entire rest of the quarter put together. That's just a guess, but they're going to have to make that public. We'll see. So that is there. Uh, we're going to talk with Julie Kelly, who has been phenomenal on so many of these legal-related issues. Uh, at one thirty Eastern, she will join us. We'll get the absolute latest there. Other things that are going on. Uh, we have got continued fallout over the absurdity of transgender men. I guess transgender women. That is men who are identifying as women continuing to dominate women's athletics. We're going to have some fun with some of the clips that are absurd out there uh, that uh, as this continues to become more and more of an issue all over the country, uh, the absurdity of it all continues to grow. Uh, but right now, as we are speaking, I believe there is a hearing on Capitol Hill surrounding TikTok, which has turned into a major uh, imbroglio uh, coming back from Italy, I'll 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 break it uh, out there. Uh, over what should we do about TikTok? Now, I want to give Buck for the audience out there a quick sort of synopsis of what TikTok is, because I am quite confident that this audience is not very active on TikTok. Uh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna make a, a a wild guess there, but chances are your kids or grandkids are on TikTok. Uh, and they probably are fairly active there um, because uh, it is wildly popular with young kids. If your kids or grandkids are ages, let's say, 12 to 17, there's almost a 100% chance that they are active on TikTok. I think that's probably the foundational power uh, base of TikTok in general, Buck. TikTok right now is where Facebook was in this country over a decade ago when people, when a huge number of people were on it, on it a lot, and on it for a long period of time. There are yes. 150 million Americans who at least sometimes use TikTok. But if you look at the, the data, and it's, it's particularly popular among young people, it's kind of taken Snapchat's place. Snapchat was, I'm too young and cool for Facebook, but now TikTok is, I'm too young and cool for Snapchat. Um, but it has taken over. It is the, you know, the zeitgeist of social media right now is TikTok with 150 million U.S. users, and people sit on it, Clay, for hours it's and correct. hours. It is addictive. And, and I will tell you that your kids or grandkids use TikTok like you might use Google. In other words, they just go into TikTok and type in a query, a question, and then they'll just run with whatever the feedback they get there is. Um Buck, I don't know how active you are on TikTok. We have got Outkick does a TikTok account that I'm amazed sometimes we have videos that we put up. Some of them do 8 or 10 million views. I mean, it is unbelievable when one of these things catches fire how massive the influence can be. The difference, I would say, for those of you out there who might say, I'm never going to be on TikTok. Some of you are probably like, I'm fed up with Facebook. I don't trust Twitter. I'm not going to get on Instagram. I understand all that. The difference is Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, all American-owned companies. TikTok is a Chinese company, and the Chinese Communist Party has, in many ways, control over every Chinese company to some degree, certainly to a degree that doesn't exist in the United States at all. So the question that is out there and being debated today is, I think, an important one what should happen with TikTok? You'll remember Trump tried to force TikTok's American assets to be sold to, I believe it was Oracle and 
was it Facebook or Oracle and somebody else that was going to buy the TikTok American assets. And then that thing fell apart over court rulings. Now the Biden administration is actually taking essentially the same position as Trump and demanding that this not be a Chinese-owned company because there are fears that China is using TikTok to spy on American users. So that is the backdrop. That is what is going on here right now. Buck, what is your perspective on what should happen with TikTok based on your knowledge of the app and where it lies in the larger social media universe? I'm I'm a little bit of a dissident on this issue. I think that there there's one congressman out of New York I'm forgetting Jamal his name. Bowman, I think. Thank you, Jamal Bowman, who thinks that there's a bit of anti-China hysteria around this. I actually think he's right, and I and this is something, and I understand I'm out there on my own on this one. But first of all, let me let me just make my case before people start yelling Buck at me. Sexton, left wing New York yeah, congressman. Totally. Yeah. So so here's what I'll say about it. Um, first of all, if you're worried about uh, brainwashing of your children and and also about politicization and weaponization we haven't even touched okay we've seen what's going on with twitter thank you elon we haven't even touched facebook we haven't even touched instagram we haven't touched youtube we haven't touched google they are far more powerful far more influential and as we saw during covid and the 2020 election and other areas you look into a much bigger threat to our freedom of speech, our freedom of, you know, democracy, whatever. I mean, it's those are for me such a bigger a challenge than uh, the idea that China is going to be programming your kids over the next few decades to be anti-American and, and weak. Well, say, well, what do you think YouTube is doing, by the way? I mean, so that's my first you know, that's my first line of, 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 uh, so your first line, line and, and, and I think I agree as a parent is that social media is troubling to you. TikTok is not distinguishingly troubling to you relative to the overall social media environment. Yeah. I, I, I think that TikTok is not, and look, I, I'm not, I'm not somebody who's actively posting on TikTok. Um, there is a TikTok account that picks up some of my stuff, but I'm not, you know, using it that way. But I do go on there. They make a lot of great little videos about how to sear the perfect uh, ribeye and other things. It is very addictive, I will tell you. Be prepared to lose a lot of time using it. But, okay, I point one, other social media platforms. And anybody who knows anything about Google and YouTube would agree with me. They're, they're infinitely more powerful right now and more influential in online conversation, I think, than TikTok is. TikTok is powerful. Don't get me wrong. I shouldn't say infinitely, but substantially, substantially more powerful. The second point is... Okay, so now we have the government saying we don't like the content on a platform, so we're going to ban it. And I understand it's really easy when you think of it as the Chinese Communist Party. They are our opponents on the world stage, to be sure. And that's real, and I feel that, and we talk about that here all the time. But does anyone think the Democrats, that their mindset is only on this one should we ban the platform that we don't like? Look what they did to uh, to Parler with Amazon Web Services, knocking them down. Democrats will always try to find a way to destroy platforms they don't like. And when we go along with them, which a lot of Republicans, again, I'm on my own on this. When we go along with them, you're encouraging that. You know, it's interesting. We banned Russia today in this country as the Russian cable news propaganda channel. And I kind of felt the same way. I was like, CNN is far more destructive to America than Russia today. But I understand foreign ownership. Third point, and maybe the best point here in my defense on this on this issue the, the plan that they have, now I have, I'm not privy to the negotiations in the day-to-day of it, is called Project Texas, and they're going to 
have all data generated by Americans on servers run and operated and owned by Oracle, an American company. And this would be in Austin, Texas. And only Oracle and the U.S.-based employees of TikTok would have access to any of those servers, any of those data, and would be subject to, you know, audits and, you know, look at where the backup recording is going and everything else. Now, you could say those TikTok employees, well, you know, oh, they're just going to try to find ways to back where TikTok, I mean, other social media companies have employees that also could very easily backdoor information to China in that circumstance, right? If you're going to say that U.S.-based infrastructure and architecture is subject to Chinese espionage, I'm going to say absolutely, but there are plenty of Chinese nationals that are high-tech universities and everything else. So I I don't see why, I I guess I don't see why TikTok is so much worse in that context than some of these other social media companies. And I will say this, I am, I mean, it's like me... I think Glenn Greenwald, there's like five of us who take this position right now, but I'm one of them. Yeah, so I actually am on the flip side here, um, and I appreciate and understand all of those arguments. I think they are, uh, I think they're solid. Here's what I would say. China doesn't allow Twitter. They don't allow Facebook. They don't allow Google. I don't think they allow Instagram. They don't allow American companies access to the Chinese marketplace to compete in their country. And so my position is just not even focused on TikTok in general. If China won't open its market for fair competition in social media, again, YouTube not allowed, Twitter not allowed, I don't think Google hardly is allowed, uh, Facebook certainly isn't. All these companies are not allowed that are big social media behemoths in the United States. My thing is, if they won't let us have access to their citizens, and they're demanding that they continue to have access to our citizens, we're playing on an unequal playing field from a competitive basis. And so I would demand that TikTok either pull out of the United States or probably more likely sell its United States assets in some way in the United States. That would be that would be my position see, if see, I were right now on Capitol again, Hill. Again, I think that's a, a very also I think that's a strong argument, but we we all end up in this same place. They're talking about a ban to be clear to everybody. Yeah. I'm saying I think a ban is a bad idea. A I don't think forced, I don't think let me say this too. I don't think a ban would work, Buck. Kids are right. smarter than all of us are when it comes to getting access to tech. I just I don't understand how we would suddenly stop people from using TikTok. Uh, you know, I think a reasonable national security and and U.S. interest compromise is if all the assets are based here. It's U.S. personnel, American citizens, Oracle, the company that's backing up all the servers and data, not just for you and for your companies, but you know for the U.S. government, a lot of capacity, right? I mean. Oracle could yep. be Amazon Web Services. Doesn't matter. Larry Ellison's kind of, a pretty big Republican for people out yeah. there who who runs Oracle effectively. Right. So I I'm not disagreeing with the people that say that TikTok something has to change about it. I just think this notion of a ban sets a precedent that I don't like is heavy handed in a way that's that's unhelpful. And I I, I think that also. You know, there are some areas where we're going to want to say, yeah, fine, the trade practices issue, certainly something we should address, but also, you know, if we're going to be shutting out external media from the rest of the world, then we're definitely going to be as a country in a position where we start telling other places, hey, you guys are so closed off and you're not allowing, you know, the global internet to be truly free. And they're going to say, 
You mean you guys are the ones who ban TikTok, right? So I, I don't like that precedent either uh, over the long term. But I look, I understand why there are concerns about it now. I also just think, I mean, I just think Google and YouTube are the are the are the big. This is the big dragon that nobody has stepped up to understand. They are programming your kids right now. They are programming them with anti-Americanism, and they are American. And they're here on U.S. soil. YouTube, I, and this is just me speaking as a dad. YouTube and TikTok are the two uh, social media apps that my boys spend by far the most time on. They're not on Facebook. Uh, they're not on Instagram. They're not really on Twitter. And we try to keep them off social media in general. But they're on YouTube and uh, they are on TikTok. Yeah. I think it's hard to keep them off both. Just by way of giving everyone a, a sense of the context here, YouTube has 200 million based U.S. users. Yeah. Right. So not... TikTok is 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 up there, but it's not quite in the same uh, at the same category yet. So we'll see. We'll see. I also just don't trust the Biden administration. So when they call for a ban, I'm like, I don't know. What are you banning? Well, you know what's what's funny is the Biden administration politically is kind of in an interesting spot. We come back, Buck. We could mention this because they're overwhelmingly supported by Gen Z, and Gen Z would be furious at the Biden administration if they take away. And then what do we say, Gen Alpha or whatever the next generation is, if they take away. Uh, these kids' opportunity and ability to access TikTok. I think it's kind of fascinating. Yeah. But, but this is where you get a lot of Republicans and Democrats. And just this is you listen to Republican members of Congress, and they're all hammering on this issue. By the way, I think there are much. Let's come back to this as well, Clay, because there are much bigger issues with China that no one is talking about and no one wants to tackle. I think this also becomes the the shiny object that they can distract people with. But anyway. Don't fall for the free phone deals from Verizon, AT and T, or T Mobile. It's just another trick by companies trying to hold on to your business. Instead, get a brand new iPhone 12 from Pure Talk for just 12 bucks a month at 0% interest and no contract. You can cancel or leave Pure Talk at any time. Get a new iPhone, ultra-fast 5G service, and cut your cell phone bill in half. Switching is easy, and you can keep your same cell phone number. Just dial pound 250 and say Clay and Buck, Pure Talk's U.S.-based customer service team will help you make the switch in as little as 10 minutes. Choose from a variety of unlimited talk and text plans starting at $30 a month with plenty of high-speed data, all backed by a 100% money-back guarantee. Dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck for this special offer. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Restricting supply, see site for details. Making sense in an insane world. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. 
The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Your tax refund belongs to you, not an identity thief. Over $6 billion in tax refunds were flagged by the IRS for possible identity theft in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. LifeLock monitors and alerts you to identity threats you may miss on your own, even if you're careful with your personal information. And if you do become the victim of tax-related identity fraud, LifeLock has U.S.-based restoration specialists ready to help solve your identity theft issues. Plus, all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package, meaning LifeLock will reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Let LifeLock help you protect your financial information so all you have to worry about is what to do with your tax refund. Go to LifeLock.com news and save up to 25% your first year. That's 25% off at LifeLock.com news. Identity theft protection starts here. Welcome back in, Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show, Thursday edition of the program. Uh, I put up a poll question. I'm cur- I, I genuinely do not know how this poll question is going to go, but it's pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Do you believe TikTok should be banned in the United States so long as a Chinese company maintains ownership? Uh, I do, um, and Buck disagrees. There is a great deal of debate going on right here, right now. To me, it's less about China having ownership than it is the Chinese Communist government not allowing our social media companies to have access to their market. So why should we allow them to have access to our market? That's my angle. I do have concerns about spying and and all the algorithmic uh, ridiculousness that's going on. But I agree with Buck in that there's a lot of stuff that's being fed to your kids and grandkids every day to make them think that America is awful from American-based corporations. So the idea that China is going to do something different than what YouTube or uh, or Twitter, before Elon Musk bought it, for instance, are doing, I, I question in general. I mean, if, if you went back and looked at the, the whatever it was, $100,000 spent by Russian bot farm accounts in the 2016 election, and you, and you looked at most of it, I mean, you could tell this was written by some guy in a basement in Belarus on behalf of, you know, the Russian uh, equivalent of the FSB or something. I mean, th- th- it was th- it was ridiculous. It was like, no vote for Hillary 2016, vote for Trump. I mean, it was really clearly like translated from the Cyrillic into English by some translator program. <laughs> and they also spent almost no money, which anyone who has ever bought ads on social media, when you see they spent like one hundred and twenty thousand dollars. It's almost impossible to have sure. any impact on Facebook at 120K. But By the way, I would say on, on this issue of TikTok, I'm certainly persuadable, and I'm very yeah. aware of the espionage um, that's not only possible because... I mean, you worked in the because, CIA, for, for God's sake. Right. I mean, I think you're probably I'm, more aware than almost anyone. If, if people understood how much has already been stolen from American companies in terms of proprietary technology, yeah. sensitive personal information, uh, massive hacks... Of, of terabytes upon terabytes of the most sensitive information you can imagine. That's been going on for 20 years. So yeah. I just, you know, 
oh, it's it, this is so bad because TikTok is going to be this this portal to all of our data and information. The Internet is the portal for your data and information because the Chinese are hacking every company they can of value and stealing everything of value they can, and they've been doing it since Clay and I were in college, or Clay was in college and I was in nursery <laughs> school, but close enough. I will tell you this, Buck. I had a conversation recently. I meant to share this with you because I thought you would find it intriguing. These algorithms are constantly feeding kids all sorts of different videos, all sorts of different content. Do you know I talked to my kids' friends recently? These are kids, you know, like 10 to 16 years old, kind of in the window. I've got an 8-year-old to a 15-year-old. To a Do you know who the number one most influential person at least according to the focus group that is my kids and their friends, is right now on any of these social media platforms. Mr. Beast? He's up there. It's actually Andrew Tate. They all see Andrew Tate videos all the time. Wow. And I think this is, this is look, I'm, Can I I'm giving you some, like a... Yeah. You know that the, the Andrew Tate, Clay, they just extended another 30 days in prison without charge... So they can find out whether he should be charged. Yeah, it's crazy. This is going into month four of this yep. guy being held in a hellish Romanian prison. If they, if he was so guilty and there was such bad stuff, they need four months to come up with whether or not they're even going to charge. I mean, this look, I'm just going to say it. America is not great with the justice system. You don't want to get arrested anywhere else, though. I can tell you. I want to tell you that this is like a 10 or 15 or maybe even 20 year prediction because these kids and these are boys, right? I've got three boys, so I'm talking to boys. I'm not saying what girls are seeing. I have no idea. I don't have teenage girls or young girls or anything like that. So I'm sure they they get fed different things on the algorithm. I think that these young boys today, and I'm talking about this as a, a dad of three young boys. I think that they are told that they are awful as men, right? And I mean awful as men when they're like seven and eight years old. That a lot of them are rejecting what they are being taught in school and desperately seeking out masculine figures that do not apologize for being men. And I think there's a desperate yearning to say nothing of young boys who are growing out, growing up without masculine influence in their household, right? Maybe they're getting raised by grandma. Maybe they're getting raised by mom. They don't really know what men are like. That's a huge percentage, unfortunately, of young boys in this country. And interestingly, Buck, what they show is young boys suffer far more from the absence of a father in the household than young girls do. When they look at what outcomes kids have, girls tend to be far more resilient. Maybe it's because there's a mother figure and they can see someone exactly who they want to live up to. Boys are desperately yearning right now for male authority figures to teach them that it's okay to be a boy. And I hear this now not from only so it, many of these. It, yeah. It's not only okay to be a boy. You should be proud of it. You yeah. should be proud to become yeah. a man. Correct. Young men are looking for people to pattern themselves after that involve strength, that involve courage, yeah. that involve the kind of person that anybody would want to have around, anybody would want to work with, be near, uh, have in their community, have in their society. And we are being, there is an active program to demascul demasculinize us, if that is a word I can use. And we can all see it. I, I just on, on the TikTok issue again, to bring it full circle, I think one of the things here that isn't being um, 
grappled with seriously enough, Clay, is that the the algorithm is meant to be entirely addictive based on what you watch. Yeah. How long are you on it? How th- th- that I mean, it's pretty clear. And what that's they where do. Andrew Tate is taking off on TikTok too, Buck. Is that's where a lot of these kids are being exposed. TikTok and YouTube. He is, I think, the most popular, uh, the most popular figure on these apps. So well, he was when kicked people, off all of them, as you know. It's it's pirate accounts. Yeah, that are putting, that's right. They're grabbing that taking, things that he said yep. and sharing them, and then they go viral. So so he's he's still very Tate is still very much in the in the minds of particularly young men who are, by the way, that's the apparatus wants to control young men more than anything else. Because who's really a problem for you in society? When the, when the young men all get upset with how a society's going, things can happen. They want to be controlled. They want them docile. They want them to shut up and do as they're told, right? That's the people that are telling you to eat the bugs, have low tea, cry all the time about all the bad things your ancestors did or didn't do, whatever. Those people want you to be ashamed of your masculinity. But I just think on the, yeah, the, the, the Tate, there's some of that that's happening on TikTok. But Clay, they keep saying, oh, they're going to brainwash our kids. The brainwashing is already occurring. And what TikTok is actually showing people, if you get on it and you start to pay attention to it, is what American youth, through their schools, through their entertainment, through what they want to see more of. Yeah. People seem to think that this is just like, there's not some Chinese Communist Party figure who's showing up who's like, America is very evil and like you should hate America. They're showing people things. Where does all the libs of TikTok stuff come from? Obviously, in the name, they're showing what's already happening in this country and kids are being trained to believe by the society around them. This is what I want to see more of. This is what I believe in. This is so it's a mirror in many ways to our current problems, as it is also, I think, a, an, an issue for long term programming and CCP intervention i'm not saying that's not a risk but right now it's showing us how actually destabilized a lot of america's foundation has become i saw a quote there's a good new york magazine article i need to send you the link buck uh that i read while i was over in italy you know late at night everybody's in bed asleep you're getting ready um and i'll kind of scroll through and be reading all sorts of different stuff and there was an unbelievable quote from a left-wing mom in brooklyn uh, and he, I just wanted to read this to you because I think it's so great. Uh, as Tate was blowing up, this is her kid. Well, I'll tell this story when we come back, and we'll yeah. also take some of your calls because uh, I, I think you guys are going to really enjoy this story. Some of the quotes from this New York Magazine article are pretty incredible about Andrew Tate. But what I would say as we go to break is there is a desperate desire for masculinity in this country, and kids are craving it. Young boys to a degree that may never have existed in this country before. What figures are going to fill the void in their lives that they want to emulate? It's a big question. I think for a lot of them, it's become Andrew Tate, which is fascinating in and of itself. But I'll read these quotes, and we'll discuss. We'll take some of your calls when we come back. In the meantime, Tunnel the Towers Foundation delivers on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices America's heroes have made for us. Heroes like U.S. Air Force Senior Master Sergeant Israel Del Toro, Jr. He promised his father he'd take care of his family and his son, that he wouldn't grow up without a father. When his Humvee exploded in Afghanistan, he suffered severe burns over more than 80% of his body. With only a 15% chance of survival, Del Toro focused on the promises he made. Later, he became the first fully disabled airman permitted to re-enlist and a gold medal winner in the Invictus Games. Now he shares his story to help others. Thanks to the Tunnel to Towers Foundation and your generosity, Del Toro received a mortgage-free home. 
Uh, it's a mortgage-free smart home, too. So important. Home has a variety of features to help him live more independently. You can help heroes like Del Toro when they need it most. Both Buck and myself donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers. Please do the same and join us. Go online to T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. Get to know the guys outside the issues. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back, team. We got a caller who wants to weigh in on masculinity for the youth. Drew and Phoenix, what do you got for us? Um, Yeah, so uh, me and a couple buddies, I was listening to you, but me and a couple buddies um, started a club. We uh, were tired of just complaining about not having masculine role models for these young men. So we started a club, and it's called Real Life Skills. Um, and kind of our primary objective is we want to interview someone with a job where you don't necessarily have to have a four-year degree. So we've interviewed a real estate agent, a firefighter, a police officer, um, some local business owners. And then we also wanted to do teach them some sort of these young men, some sort of masculine life lesson where um, they get some hands-on experience. So we've done things like how to change a tire, how to jumpstart a car, um, firearm safety, how to grill the perfect burger, um, build a fence. So, so we've kind of taught these young men that are looking for a masculine role model in their lives, some masculine skills that they can use um, throughout their lives. I love it. Yeah, good for great. you. Good for everybody out there, by the way, doing Big Brothers. Good for everyone who's coaching sports and reaching kids in that way. We talked, and I think it's probably a conversation we need to keep having on this show, Buck, about the desperate desire for young boys to find masculine role models in this country and how few of them there often are. And we all need any man out there right now to do as good of a job, not only for your own kids, but for all the other kids out there that are not being lifted up in the process. It's incredibly important in this country. If you own a small business, you may qualify for a refund of your taxes from the IRS. It starts with you determining if your business qualifies for something called the Employee Retention Credit, or ERC. Go to GetRefunds.com to get started, and in less than 10 minutes, see if your business qualifies for ERC assistance. Your business may be eligible for a payroll tax refund of up to $26,000 per employee uh, kept on payroll during COVID-19. GetRefunds.com has already helped clients claim over $3 billion in payroll tax refunds through this ERC. They may be able to help your business, too. There's no upfront charge. They don't get paid until your business gets its refund. Look, a lot of businesses think they won't qualify based off incomplete or outdated information. Don't miss this opportunity. Payroll tax refunds only available for a limited time. What you have to do now is go to GetRefunds.com. Just answer a few questions. GetRefunds.com. One more time. Go to GetRefunds.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Why are people still on the fence about owning gold and silver? I just don't understand. Have we already forgotten about regional bank closures, inflation, global instability, and the potential for serious world conflicts? You can look to precious metals for various reasons. One, having tangible currency on hand as part of your bug-out plan. Two, diversifying your portfolio as a hedge against inflation. And three, historically, gold increases in value over time. You keep yourself informed about global events. You see the increase in conflicts around the globe. Countries are buying and hoarding massive amounts of gold. Why aren't you? It's time to pull the trigger with the Oxford Gold Group and buy gold and silver. Nobody can predict the future, but we can't put our head in the sand either. The people with Oxford Gold Group are real pros. They make owning gold and silver simple and easy to understand. Call Oxford Gold Group right now and you may qualify for up to $10,000 in free precious metals. Call 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D. Pure Talk believes in American values and that free should mean exactly that, free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. There's no four-line requirement, no activation fees, just a Samsung that's built to last with a rugged screen, quick-charging battery, and a top-tier data security system. Qualifying plans start at just 35 bucks a month for unlimited talk text, 15 gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Pure Talk will connect you to the most dependable 5G network in America for half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. The average size family saves almost $1,000 a year. Let Pure Talk's expert U.S. customer service team help you make the switch today. Just go to puretalk.com slash clay and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone and start saving on wireless today. Again, go to puretalk.com slash clay to switch to the cell phone company my family relies on, Pure Talk. A looming Trump indictment in New York, ongoing January 6th trials in D.C., perhaps another thousand of them in the queue, by the way. Who can we talk to that know so much about all this, following it so closely, and can bring real insight to it. Our friend Julie Kelly, senior writer at American Greatness and author of January 6th, How Democrats Use the Capitol Protest to Launch a War on Terror Against the Political Right. Julie, good to have you back on the program. Hey, guys. Thank you for having me. Thanks for the great, uh, what do they call it, walk-up music? <laughs> That's right. Yes. Uh, so it. talk to us about this Proud Boys trial that's going on right now because because you've been you've been following this and getting the word out that there's some as a pretty remarkable i mean a real bombshell motion uh regarding an fbi informant who infiltrated defense legal team tell us what's going on here right so this is the seditious conspiracy trial of five members of the proud boys including its leader uh their leader enrique terrio Now, we know from witness testimony and court filings, even though a lot of it is under seal, that anywhere between 10 to 15 FBI informants were embedded in this group months before January 6th. Um, So we know that at least that we have that evidence. What was stunning yesterday and really came as a shock and blindsided the defense team is they were scheduled to call a witness, a defense witness, on their behalf to the stand today in front of the jury. Yesterday afternoon, the prosecutors out of the D.C. U.S. Attorney's Office told the defense team that their own witness was an FBI informant 
and had been an informant during the entire investigation from April 2021 through January of 2023 when the trial started. This completely stunned the defense team because this witness, of course, they've been communicating with. It turns out that this witness, the FBI informant, was sort of infiltrating and spying on defense lawyers, their strategy, talking to defendants, even talking to defendants' families. They were involved in some sort of prayer group, it looks like, with the defendants. Uh, I mean, this is sort of stuff is beyond the pale. So, of course, the defense immediately filed a motion seeking all records related to this FBI informant, any recordings that he had. And they filed that last night. The government was supposed to file their motion today. In response, they did. But that is under seal. We cannot take a look at it. But there's a hearing on the matter scheduled uh, at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Julie, I mean, you've done unbelievable work covering all of these uh, cases. I encourage people to go follow you uh, at Julie Kelly. Uh, We'll retweet this interview. But I want to dive into what Buck led with uh, the Alvin Bragg investigation that's going on in New York City. You've been coming on with us for years now, um, I think. And we've been discussing, would Trump be indicted or not? And I believe you and I have both been on the side of, yes, he will be indicted at some point. I think you even said, did you add 110% certainty at one point uh, or another, if I'm quoting you accurately on the show? Do you think that Alvin Bragg is going to get this indictment done? Do you think it's still going to happen in Georgia? How do you think Merrick Garland is going to handle this? How would you sort of assess the larger Trump legal landscape as we sit here on a Thursday heading into the weekend? It doesn't seem like it's going to happen this week in New York City, at least. That's what it looks like. Um, And I don't know what sort of turmoil is happening. But look, the whole idea that this DA's office leaked to someone at NBC News last week that law enforcement agencies were told to prepare for the, uh, you know, possible announcement of an indictment when they hadn't even finished the grand jury proceedings, which of course are secret. And the whole presumption that this grand jury would return an indictment before they were even finished presenting all the evidence as it, as if it were a foregone conclusion. Perhaps that riled some of the grand jury members. Of course, they're not supposed to pay attention to the media. They probably do. So uh, it looks like the certain indictment certainly is not coming this week. Who knows if it will next week. But I think when we were discussing it, and I still truly believe that uh, Special Counsel, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith, uh, will hand down criminal indictments at some point. We see the investigation ramping up, uh, even forcing uh, Trump's attorney, Evan Cochran, to uh, turn over, uh, you know, his notes, perhaps even recordings of phone calls that were seized by uh, the government and turned over at the order of Beryl Howell, who was the chief judge. She just retired on Friday. That was her parting shot at Donald Trump. So I still think his greatest legal exposure is uh, at the hands of Merrick Garland's DOJ and uh, Special Prosecutor Jack Smith. Do you think, Julie, with that in mind, that the Department of Justice might be trying to put pressure on Bragg and maybe also this uh, Georgia state prosecutor as well to not defile state charges as it pertains to Georgia or New York? Because in some ways that steps all over what the Department of Justice itself might do. It very well could be the case. Of course, all of these prosecutors talk, whether they're state 
or federal. Um, and so maybe they did want to hold off what Bragg was planning to do. They really want a maximum impact when Trump is charged on criminal, either obstruction, conspiracy, could even be seditious conspiracy. This is why the Proud Boys trial is so important to the Department of Justice, because if they get convictions, which they probably will, that would justify a case against Trump for the same charge, because, of course, they're you know, they use the whole stand back and stand by comment from Donald Trump in the presidential debate. Um, so that could be the case. Uh, I just I don't know. It sort of came out of nowhere and now it's kind of fizzled out. Um, the Georgia cases I'm less familiar with, um, but, you know, they've had a grand jury looking into Donald Trump's uh, involvement uh, or blame for January 6th for months now. And that seems to be really escalating. So those are the charges I predicted, and I still feel certain will uh, will be produced. And so, Julie, uh, we're speaking to Julie Kelly for everybody who is uh, at American Greatness. And her book is January 6th, How Democrats Use the Capitol to Protest capital protest to launch a war on terror against the political right uh just one more for you julie the thousand or so i think it was they said what 800 to 1200 um that the dc court system is now claiming are going to be additionally prosecuted on january 6th are those did they save more of the uh serious or less serious in their minds cases because it seems like this is being timed to coincide with the election cycle Right. So I think their most uh, serious charges have already been filed, and this would be against the Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, etc. They just got six new convictions in the Oath Keepers uh, case this week. So, you know, things are, are speeding along in terms of the bigger so-called militia groups or the most more high-profile defendants. So I think this will basically be scooping up more misdemeanor um, cases, adding perhaps the obstruction felony or the civil disorder felony. But look, they've already arrested and charged nine people this month alone. I mean, this is 26 plus months later, and this could go on for years. The FBI actually warned uh, during the two-year anniversary of January 6th. This is a political persecution. Um, it is destroying people's lives. It is silencing uh, dissent, as we see, uh, you know, this past week when Trump was calling for protests, everyone was justifiably warning against that because this Department of Justice, this Biden regime, has successfully criminalized uh, political speech and activity. And that is really dangerous uh, at slope where we're, where we're headed. So this will be their ongoing mission to continue to criminalize it into the 2024 election, to your point. So rallies or protests, et cetera, uh, people will be very hesitant to participate in lest they be considered a domestic terrorist. Julie Kelly, thanks so much for being with us. Appreciate your insights. Thanks, guys. Have a great day. It's a tragic statistic to report, but one in five pregnancies will end in abortion. Access to the abortion pill accounts for over 50% of all abortions. How do we protect the lives of unborn children with all of that happening? Supporting the pre-born network of clinics may be the best option, the best solution to help save lives. The staff at their nationwide chain of clinics have saved over 200,000 babies to date. Their staff welcomes mothers with unplanned pregnancies with support and unconditional love. Most impactfully, they introduce them to the precious life growing inside them through an ultrasound. Once that mother hears the heartbeat, the majority of the time she will choose life for her baby. 
Without the ultrasound, the odds are not in favor of life. The ultrasound is a game changer. Your generosity toward preborn clinics has had a huge impact. One ultrasound is just $28. Every tax-deductible donation, big or small, helps to save the unborn. Preborn receives no government funding and is completely dependent on the pro-life community. For just $28, you can help save a life. To donate, use your cell phone and dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby. That's pound 250 and say baby or go to preborn.com slash buck. That's preborn.com slash B-U-C-K sponsored by Preborn. Download and use the new Clay and Buck app. Listen to the program live. Catch up on any part of the show you might have missed. Find every podcast as they're released and listen. Find the Clay and Buck app in your app store and make it part of your day. Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi-Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for more details. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation made a promise to ensure we never forget. Since then, Tunnel to Towers has been committed to supporting America's heroes and their families. Heroes like U.S. Army Specialist Michael Hook. Hook was killed in Iraq when his helicopter was shot down. He enlisted in the military after graduating high school and left behind a pregnant fiance who gave birth to a son that he would never meet. But thanks to the generosity of friends like you, Tunnel to Towers paid off the mortgage on his family's home relieving a financial burden and bringing stability. The foundation helps Gold Star and fallen first responder families, as well as our nation's most severely injured heroes and homeless veterans. Join Tunnel the Towers on its mission to do good. America's heroes are counting on you. 95 cents of every dollar you give goes directly to its programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Never forget 9-11 or the sacrifices our heroes have made for us. An official message from Medicare. A new law is helping me save more money on prescription drug costs. Maybe you can save too. With Medicare's Extra Help program, my premium is zero and my out-of-pocket costs are low. Who should apply? Single people making less than $23,000 a year or married couples who make less than $31,000 a year. Even if you don't think you qualify, it pays to find out. Go to ssa.gov slash extra help. Paid for by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services.